back. We're back. We're both. Whoa, I'll move my mic. We're both back from the great land of Tejas. Tejas. We we should we apologize? This episode. Oh, is, it is a day late. It's a day late. Yeah. So we're sorry, it, Verdes. Yeah. We apologize. <laughs> our our little Verdes. Our little Verdes. Our so loyal fans. Is it like Verdes, like birdies? Uh, or is it like maybe like uh, vertical? I don't know. That's just what okay. I've been calling them. All right. Sorry, Verdes, we're late. We were both in Texas, not together on separate. Well, we, well were, we were there together. We were together for a second. But we weren't on purpose we there were, together. We were both there with our respective spouses. Yes. Uh, Avery and Dalton were looking at houses, and Caitlin and I were there. On vacay. Uh, yeah, we were just chilling. We were just hanging out for the weekend. And uh, we crossed paths for a moment <laughs> at a pizza place. Yeah. I'd never had this Detroit-style pizza. Yeah, so... Uh, Funny story, Blake Maloney and I found that pizza place, I don't know, back in the fall when we were in Austin. What is it called? 313? V313 or something. And it's Detroit-style pizza. I never even heard of it. Or But I... I kind of like it though. It, it freaking ripped. Like it was really it was so. It's like they they put the. Bear with me. They put the sauce like on top, so it's like bread, or whatever. It's, dough, so you so you dough, got your crust. Cheese, it's kind of sauce. like a crispy bottom on the crust too, so it's like yeah. a good consistency. Yeah. Then you got a layer of cheese, and then it's like a river of sauce. The whole thing isn't covered in sauce. Yeah, well, that's what I like because I don't like a lot of sauce, and you had some control over the amount of sauce yeah, you, you were eating per bite. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's it's more like <laughs> it's there as an accessory to the cheese, which is how yeah. I believe pizza should be. And the sauce is really good. The sauce is kind of sweet. Yeah, I actually it definitely had some like sugar. In I there. asked them about that the first time we were there, and they were like, "Yeah, that's Detroit pizza sauce. Is it sweeter?" Oh. And I was like. You don't know 18-year-old from Austin. Don't educate me <laughs> on Detroit culture. Your pretentious pizza right, snob. Right, yeah, exactly. But it was pretty good, so I couldn't really, like, get mad at them. Yeah. Uh, how was your Texas experience? It was good. It was good. It was, uh, we went and did what we intended to do, you, so we you, are. You, you're now, well, we're, you're not the proud owner of we're, a home. We're under contract of a home. Yeah, so. a lovely home in. Our time here is is getting shorter and shorter. And we're just, we just we can't just can't wait. We just can't wait. <laughs> yeah, we did what we were trying to do as well. I did. I, I didn't look at my phone. I had so many like emails and Slack messages when I got yeah. back. Didn't look at them once while we were there. We ate at all of our favorite places. And did you get your chicken sandwich that year? Oh my gosh, I sure did. <laughs> How I, many times did you eat it? Uh, I had two. Okay. I had two. There's a uh, my favorite chicken sandwich in the world is like a food truck outside of like my favorite brewery in the world. So like we we just made a it's in uh there was some like festival going there's there always seems to be oh. some festival in Austin, Texas. Food and wine. Well or. well they just had uh no what it was actually was it was like the eighth anniversary of this brewery. So they had this like Latino hardcore band there playing. Oh. It was so much fun That's, like it, it was yeah. it, it was kind of cool so anyway we made a day of it it was good um yeah great trip yeah well good i'm glad you got some good time 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 <laughs> a, time away time. from vertical no i'm glad tejas. To be back. yeah in tejas why is the x silent do what why is the x silent i believe it's just the culture because the county that san antonio is it's spelled like bexar county but it's pronounced bear county oh isn't that weird i didn't know that so fun i'm not fact. up so to that's date what we on say, texas you have to say teus so next <laughs> next time we meet in texas we've decided that we're meeting at big ben though right 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, all right. National Park. Caitlin's yeah. on board. Yeah. Okay. That we can, sounds good. We can go to REI. This is really for our birdies yeah. who've been keeping up. If you've been listening, you know. Okay. So I wasn't here on Sunday Yeah. Um, because I was living it up in Tejas, but you were here Sunday before you got in the car and drove. I how, did. How was the morning? It was great. We, um, we had another, we had a little acoustic set going on. I, I heard there was a cello. There was a cello. Can I just say that, like, <laughs> Cody on the cello is one of my favorite things that I get to experience here at Vertical. Yes. I'm, I'm very sad I missed him. He kind of dresses up when he plays the cello, too. He's wearing a little button down. It's a whole vibe. Yeah, it was, it's I, a whole vibe. I, uh, I, spoiler alert, I went back and listened to the talk so I could talk about it here. Yeah. Um, but I saw Cody exiting the stage, and I didn't know. If he didn't have a cello, I wouldn't have known who he was at <laughs> first. He looks kind of like mysterious yeah he he was wearing a hat i liked it little button yeah we also had um nathan's wife dre Mm -hmm. um sing with us was that did your church do specials specials okay so like like, that's what they called them at christmas specials no 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 no. like this that's what it felt like uh watching it back is like she wasn't up there originally right right but then we brought her up for like a special at the end no 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 no. she was there the whole morning did she sing all morning she did okay she did background vocals okay i didn't really follow worship i just went to the talk okay that (laughs) makes more sense yeah yeah she was up the whole time okay that's good never mind not a special i I see where you're we were about to do church history right here on the podcast (laughs) my mistake she has a beautiful voice though yeah she did it was like i'd heard videos of her singing and stuff but whenever we ran through it for the first time everyone in the band like was like oh my gosh nobody has ever said that about me i heard (laughs) videos of him singing zero chance that's ever happened i've never sang for a video there's no well you never like (laughs) recorded yourself singing as like a 12 year old i don't want to know i don't want to know like it's just better (laughs) if i don't know you know what i mean Come on. I hate video. That's a universal experience. I hate videos where I can hear me singing at concerts. Like, Uh, I only take pictures. I don't take videos. You know, I just want to. Anyway. I, on purpose, when I take videos at a concert, I stop singing. That's a real bummer. See, now you're. Or I put it really, really, really far above my head. Okay. So, (laughs) anyway. Were I here Sunday, I would have been singing with Dre. Yes. uh, And I also would have been there for Nate's talk, which we are here to talk about. Yes. See see how we make it work. Wow. Yeah. That was really good. The segues are getting better. They're getting better. Yeah. Yeah, They're getting better. So, uh, he did kind of a standalone Mm -hmm. morning, correct? Kind of following Easter. Yeah. Right. So, I have a little bit of inside baseball uh, knowledge in. Have you heard that? Before. inside baseball you just looked at me like i was a thousand <laughs> years old i just didn't it just seemed out of the blue no inside baseball like inside like like nancy pelosi and trading stocks you know what i mean okay it doesn't matter anyway <laughs> <laughs> inside baseball just means that i knew beforehand okay so we uh <laughs> okay we have the, to flag this from Paul. It's, it's fine. Just messing. It's fine. Um, so going into this, we kind of planned it this way. We were going into Easter, and then we we're like, well, what are we going to do for the standalone week? Because I'm starting a new series this next week. Um, but we were like, it would be kind of fun to do like a post-Jesus resurrection talk and kind of go into what he did then. And so Nate got to kind of walk through this awesome um, kind of, almost like breakfast on the beach with Peter and Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why, but I always really like that scene. Did you grow up like doing like, did you go camping uh, with your parents or anything? No, No. but okay. I've been camping as an adult. So but. whenever I picture this scene, I always think about like 
I, there was a spot my dad and I would like go camp. Yeah. And it was right by this creek that went into Lake DeGray in Arkansas. And like when I picture them eating breakfast on the beach, it is literally like that spot. You know what I mean? And so, Breakfast with the guys. Yeah, basically. That's kind of how I'm envisioning this. I don't think I had ever. I, I've definitely read this story before like maybe once. Yeah. But I've, I've never heard it taught on before so this was kind of like new for me i feel like this is very much like man conference vibes yeah. you know what i mean yeah maybe that's why i was like this this is too like I, i've heard, man vibes well, no i've just heard it taught on a lot but now yeah. that i think about it it's typically dude stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> so like so jesus like approaches peter and we have this whole scene where like you know, Peter has basically denounced Jesus three times and you get to see Jesus kind of like interactively reinstate Peter back into that. You yeah, know? I'm, I've always been curious what like what was going through Peter's mind after the resurrection and everything. Like, I feel like if it was me, I would feel a lot of shame because in, in the moment when he's denying Jesus, he thinks he's saving himself or like looking better to everybody else. Sure. Like he's doubting, yeah. you know, in, in that moment. But then, then it just made him look like a fool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually that's an interesting point. I've never really thought about that. You know, that's something that like we've even heard, um, golly, probably even on stage, you know, we've heard uh therapists say like, you know, that past version of yourself was what you had to do to survive, which mm -hmm. in Peter's case was very accurate. Right. You know, right. like, and so I don't really, I would, I would have to guess that it was a little bit of shame, a little bit probably of, uh, confusion, you know, I mean, just Jesus. mixed, it, it's just unresolved, I guess. Yeah. Up yeah, until yeah. this point, up until they have this breakfast. Right. And so Jesus shows up all the boys the are, end. Yeah. <laughs> wrap it up Period. next segment. <laughs> so they're out fishing. He's out fishing with the boys, which uh, Nate made the point there that like once you have failed, you go back to what is familiar. I thought that was I thought that was really interesting. Um, you know, per, I mean, honestly, just in Peter's case, he probably had to make a living. So he had to go back to something that he knew had yeah. to do really well. Um, but it did kind of make me think and we'll get to the rest of this in a minute. But I do want to touch on this. It did kind of make me think like. Oh gosh, like when I have, is that, is that true for me? Uh, when I failed, do I go back into that? And I think that's definitely true. You know, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about, um, you know, doubt and distraction and, yeah. and those things. And like, I think that's still probably a place for me, like, especially if I know that I have failed, um, that I will loop back into that distraction, yeah. you know, kind of cycle very, very quickly so that I don't have to think about the failure. Uh, I, I just thought that was really uh, interesting that he said that. Yeah, it's interesting that you put it that way because I think in in context of this, I'm trying to think of like major, major, major failures in my life or something. But when it's something small like, I don't know, I didn't <laughs> do something that Dalton asked me to do or I didn't do something I said I was going to do and like kind of what my thought process is there but it's usually just resulting back to old mindsets it's not necessarily something I do yeah I think it's really yeah man I'm glad you went there actually because I kind of went to marriage as well maybe that's just because neither of yeah. us have been married all that long you right. know but like 
there, the places where you can see selfishness most poke up in my life <laughs> are definitely within my marriage, yeah. you know, like for sure. I feel that. And so like, I feel like that's probably a fairly consistent failure that I experience. But the scary thing about this, and I do believe it's a truth that you go back into what's familiar when you fail is, you know, if that is your, like your normal operating system, that place of selfishness, mm -hmm. then you're just going to like loot back into that. You'll result back into that. And the scary thing about that is like, you do that once, it's okay. You do that twice, okay, we need to talk about this. You do this three times, you do it enough times, that's what ends marriages. You yeah. know, if you just become okay with failing and regressing mm -hmm. and failing and regressing back into the familiar, you know? Yeah. Um, which is kind of scary when you think about yeah. it, you know? Um, anyway, so. So, yeah, submit to your husbands. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, get that out. Just kidding. Get that out. We're going to take that out. <laughs> Definitely have to flag this. I came back spicy from Texas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Had then, too many chicken spicy I, chicken sandwiches. The hot guy. Here I come. So then we get to this point of the morning that, like, and, and looking back at Nate's script for the morning that I kind of think is the most interesting. I'd like to camp out here if you're okay with that yeah. for a second. This Camping. Is, this is where I wanted to go the whole time. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. sorry. So we get to this point, and it's after, you know, Jesus has kind of reinstated Peter in John chapter 21, and Nate talks about this place that God is able to meet us in failure, you know, mm -hmm. and his point there is to restore us and not punish us. Yeah. I don't know about you, but the God that I grew up, like, hearing about and thinking about I don't know that that would have been something on his character sheet yeah for sure you know like I don't know that that's how I viewed God do you think that's how you view God growing oh, up for sure I yeah. mean I've talked about it on here but like the <laughs> I mean it starts young like from VBS where they're like you either choose like you know um angels in heaven or burn in hell right yeah you know it's like and he stole a gold piece and the ground swallowed him up <laughs> you know and you're like why are you teaching this to four-year-olds yes it's like and then I feel like I don't know if this is just southern baptist or if this is just the church that I went to but emphasized very 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 heavily on like fearing God yeah and I mean there's a time and a place for that but like to the point where it's like God is impersonal and he's not approachable or um, I don't know, empathetic towards you or yeah. things like that. So I, I definitely, <laughs> I, I guess I, nobody, and this kind of makes sense when you look at the, the narrative of the gospel, it makes sense that God's main, um, I, I, I don't know that his, his, his main agenda is restoration for us. I mean, literally from the time in the garden that we realized that failure was a thing and he was going to have to make a backup plan, right? That being sacrificing his son, his whole intention was restoration of us with him. Yeah. So I don't really know why in my day-to-day -day life I don't think about him as a God who is bent on restoration and instead I see him as not maybe maybe not punishing me but looking for opportunities to fix me yeah you or know? like 
poking holes in everything you've done yeah, wrong. F- yeah, or, yeah, almost finding fault yeah. with the things that... God is everywhere. He yeah, can see you. Yeah, yeah, like I guess I, when I think about God, like I, I love the picture that that paints. I would like to be able to think about God as his, his, um, the thing that he's most passionate about being restoring the people that he loves and not actually just trying to find fault with them. Yeah. You know, I think that that's probably one, like if, if the church was able to convince people of that currently, we would probably have a lot more luck with evangelism. You know what I mean? Yeah, for (laughs) sure. I think like I, I, growing up, I feel like I just had a lot of misconception about shame and I think that goes hand in hand perfectly because what, what, what do you mean misconception about shame? Just like that shame is, um, is necessary to like, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. Yeah. It, it goes with your sin. Like if you have sinned, then you must feel shame in order to repent. Yeah. And so, well, and like almost like you're, God wants to do this for you, but you're not actually worth it. Yeah. The, I, I will never forget the first time. It's so sad that it took me this long. But the first time that I ever heard somebody say in a church that God thought you were worth like allowing his son to die for was when I came to Vertical and heard Ben say that on stage. Wow. And it was like that, I mean, that was almost like, that's so sad. By that point, I had been through church my entire life. Right. I'd spent a ton of time in seminary. Yeah. And, like, I had never heard somebody say that God wasn't obligated to do this. He wanted to do this because he thought that you were worth doing that for. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that is what restoration actually looks like, I guess. Yeah. And to your point about shame. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, so then we, I'm not trying to, like, fast pace through this, but then you have this kind of, like, moment with Jesus and Peter I'm actually excited about this because I get to talk about Peter more this week, which is going to be fun. Um, but you have this moment with Jesus and Peter where Jesus asks, do you love me? Yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> I, that's kind of a I'm like if I'm having breakfast with the boys on the beach, I'm not like looking at Dalton and saying, hey, Dalton. <laughs> do you love me? I don't know. I I asked yeah, that maybe. to Dalton maybe every like five minutes. Okay, all right, that's like, fine. Do you still love do you me? Still love me? He's like, yes. What do, What do you think Jesus's purpose for this was? I think. I mean, to your point, like restoration. He He's not saying, Peter, are you sorry for what you did, yeah. or like, um, anything like that. Like he's it's so cool how he does it. He says it three times and it's just like the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I think that like, obviously growing up hearing people talk about this, like they always like ended on the like very emphatic, like Jesus did this three times because Peter failed three times and like it needed to like balance out. And I guess when, <laughs> Oh, I, I don't know. Like when I put I, it in an Excel sheet, Yeah, I guess, I don't know. To me, like reading back through this uh, passage as the teaching team was kind of preparing for this and, you know, just looking at it like I think it was more like Jesus was giving Peter the opportunity to convince himself Mm. probably like about the type of person that he is. You know, I am the it's one of my uh, favorite things that uh, James Clear, um, he, he authored a book called Atomic Habits. And one of my favorite things that he says is like, 
with every action, you're putting a vote in for the type of person that you are, hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, uh, like, I think about that, um, like, I'm the type of person that's going to get up and read and run, you know, or whatever. I think that that's kind of what Jesus is doing for Peter here, right? It's not that he had to balance out the sin. I love you three times because I sinned three times or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think that he was allowing Peter the opportunity to convince himself that he was the type of person that actually did love Jesus, no matter what his actions before it said. Yeah, you for know? sure. I, I think th- this story and even just like everything that we've been talking to leading up to the resurrection and the crucifixion is just like, I, I just feel like I had so many misconceptions about Jesus's character until like really taking a dive through all of this and just how he's handled everything. Yeah. It's, it's really cool to see, you know, him kind of finish out this way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's exciting. And so like where we're going this next week, not to, um, you know, peek behind the curtain too much, but this is a chain reaction. Like what winds up happening here is Jesus essentially gives Peter the opportunity to have some emotional and spiritual healing right yeah and then this next week we're going to get to see peter do that for somebody else in a much more like physical need-based way um so it's just very cool very cool also we're getting back to parables next week (laughs) we love a good parable because your boy's back (laughs) (laughs) so anyway good time i hate i missed the weekend but it sounds like it was fun yeah it was good all right next segment Recommend no, no. Uh, Let's go. We're back. We're back. Which wait? Which one are we in? Uh, ask us anything. I'm you you almost confused me. You. Yeah, I you know. Confused well, me. No, you're the one that always thinks it's it's recommends. Yeah, but when I do it, it's funny. Oh, you do it on purpose. No, it's like a little ditzy thing no. that you do. Oh, Is so that, you're just it's an like idiot. a ditzy. Oh, so you're just an it's idiot. Like, it's like okay. a little ditzy thing that you do. <laughs> We're so kind. Oh, you're just being cute. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Okay, ask us anything. What is our ask us anything question? Um, I'm trying to remember the wording of it. It was It was it was like what is one thing that you can't do that you wish you could do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. What okay. I so I have something that immediately comes to mind, but I don't think it's very good. Okay. <laughs> well, I have two, so Okay. Okay, we'll, well do you, one and one. You, you do one, then I'll do one. Okay. And okay. okay. All right. And by the end I will have come up with a better one. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So the immediate one is I wish I could sing well. Oh. Because, I mean, everyone can sing, right? But Well, somebody sing. told you that because you sing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I just, well, you do sing all the time. I do sing all the time. I don't think that you have a horrible voice, though. Like, I, I'm not tone deaf because I play instruments, but, like, you I would actually, not. Yeah, you can actually hear keys very well. But Probably I, better than most people I know. But I can't. Sing? sing well yeah and it just it's a bummer because i feel like at least you know though because yeah. i do i do know people who think they can sing i saw this meme one time that was like there's nothing more awkward than being best friends with someone who thinks they can sing but they can't yeah right i mean that's yeah that's it's tough. just yeah, yeah. That's no tough. i know i know i can't who is your dream voice if you could have a voice i don't know because there's like stylistically yeah. like with the music that I would probably sing. Yeah. And then like it would just be fun to be able to sing like I don't know, uh, Jennifer Hudson or you, something. Oh my god. Yeah. Can you imagine. Have you seen these new things uh like that people are doing where it's like we made this AI sound just like okay. Yeah, I, I've been binging those. I think they're so funny. I have I have one of like 
Carl from um, <laughs> Jimmy Neutron like saying stuff. So I heard somebody say that like that's actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Love R- Carl. Rip Carl. Uh, <laughs> there's no way he's still alive. No. So the there, it's funny because I heard somebody talking about this and they were like, well, at the end of the day, like everyone we listen to is auto tuned, so it doesn't really matter because they all kind of sound. Yeah, but like you, I mean, they sing concerts. I guess. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Okay, that's true. It's not even that I wish I could like record an album. You just want to be able to like sing on Sunday, or just like I don't know, go on karaoke and just knock it out. Oh. But like no one knows. You don't feel like somebody that's afraid of karaoke. <laughs> if I could sing, oh my goodness! If I could sing, that is exclusively where I would sing. Is karaoke constantly? That's what we would. Every Friday, <laughs> catch would. me at the karaoke bar. That would be. And they they have the ones like, I guess Asian people like have a, <laughs> it's a thing. I'm afraid of where this is going. <laughs> you can rent out these karaoke rooms, but they're usually in like Asian restaurants or something or like. Oh, locally? I don't think we have one locally, but I've done it in. Um, <laughs> is this just one Chinese restaurant you went to? No, 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 no. Are we going to have to no, flag this no, episode? No, it's a thing. I promise. Okay. All right. Um. I think Mr. Chins is actually opening up some karaoke rooms when they open up. I would be about that. That would be fun. But you you literally rent a room. It has a disco ball in it and it's like soundproofed. And it like Whoa. They have every song, everything you can think of. And you can it has microphone and you can <laughs> sing to all of your friends. And it is so much fun. I was I, like standing on a table. It was awesome. I love my friends. I would not sing to them. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we've got singing. Singing, yes. Is it, okay, so I have two, I guess. Okay, okay. My initial one, this is such a stupid, stupid one. But like if there was, maybe I took this to the extreme. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not like I wish I could Would you fly. be like uh, Elastigirl or no, something? No, 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 no. Although she was, that is an underrated superpower. But anyway, <laughs> kind of like that though, actually. It's like, I wish that, I wish that, you have you seen these people that like slackline across the Grand Canyon? Oh yeah. That is a skill that like, whenever those pop up on like Instagram. Does that look fun for you? If those pop up on, I'm scrolling on like my For You page or something. I will always watch it. I like it is so impressive to me that people can do that. Have you ever tried to do that? I mean, like, like at across school, a tree. Yeah, yeah. like when they've it's set freaking them, hard. Yeah, like the the like pot kids always set them up at school <laughs> or whatever, and you try and slackline. You definitely know, but, have to flag this episode. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I'm just messing. You know what I mean. So like that is one. The the more practical one is like. Caitlin, I think we talked about this before. Caitlin is a really good like cook and mm. she's really good at like you know when somebody cooks a lot and they can eyeball ingredients? Yeah. That is not me. Mm. I am not good at that. And and so like I'm like, like this like, is probably a teaspoon. Oh my gosh. I hate that she can do that. So I'll be yeah. like, no, like I have a tablespoon, I have a teaspoon, I like I have to do that. Even with like I don't know, like marinade that I'm about to put chicken in or something like I'm yeah and Caitlin's just like oh this and this and a little bit of this a little bit of this and I'm like I don't know how you do that (laughs) yeah I I'm the same way like I I don't know what I think I was making chili and Dalton was just helping me and he just started pouring it in 
And I was like, no, it's like a, it's like a tablespoon of chili powder he's or like, whatever. That's about a tablespoon. He's like, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Something like that. I was like, no, get yeah. the measuring yeah. spoon. I, I, I yeah. don't have the eye for that. She has 20-20 vision though, so like yeah. I, I can't. <laughs> I do not. That's not. That's not. The same I'm supposed thing. to wear glasses. I don't. Okay, okay, wait. Did you have one more? Yeah, this one's more. I don't know. Elastic girl. <laughs> I I just want to be like. Edward Cullen and be able to read minds. Oh, see, like I, wouldn't, would, I would but, not but, want but that. But with the ability to turn it off, you know, like. Okay, uh, let's talk yeah. about where that stems from. <laughs> It'd probably just like solve a lot of things for me. Yeah, like what? Be like, what, okay, no one's thinking about nobody no actually is, cares what I'm doing right now. Yeah, no one is like just sit, like sitting there, you know, all day just like, oh my gosh, we're mad at Avery, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you just need to be able to turn it on and assure yourself of that and turn it back off. <laughs> Yeah, in hopes of, <laughs> in hopes of like I read my husband's mind. He's like, oh, Avery's just the best. <laughs> Avery's he's so just, pretty. He's so pretty. Yeah, that's my worst nightmare. I would not want to be able to turn that on. I would abuse that. It would. Yeah, it would probably be more of a bad thing than a good thing. Here's but. the thing. It would really like. It would really confirm some things for me, and I don't need that in my life. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good. That yeah. was a good ask us anything question. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, that's. What is one thing that you can do that most people <laughs> wish they could do? Um, well, I don't know. What is yours? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. What is one thing I, I can, like, pick my nose with my tongue? I don't think people what? wish they could do that. Why is that the? Ew! Stop! <laughs> Why is that the thing that you like? I don't know. That was just like the. Um, uh, what is one thing that I can do that most people wish they could do? Speak from stage. I don't know. I'm, you said it earlier. I can. Oh, that is a good one. Public speaking. Yeah. Does not bother Easy me. Easy peasy. You can just wing it too. Yeah. He does it every Sunday. Before. It's, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I literally don't write anything. <laughs> no, it's uh. That is something that I didn't. I. This is about to sound like. A little conceited, but I don't mean it that way. I did not know that people were afraid of that <laughs> until I got to college. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, they make you take a public speaking class. Yeah. And I, like, I'll be honest, I, like, just BS <laughs> my way through that. And, like, people would, like, re people would be freaking out about yeah. that. Oh, did yeah. not, that's yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> 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 not, <laughs> you should have seen my first couple of times on the podcast. I was so like, I can Whoa. speak in front of hundreds of people, and you can pick your nose or your tongue. No. And <laughs> No, no, no. I think I think the I'm, talent in this room. <laughs> wow, I think I'm decently musically talented. You are, I don't yeah. know. I, that's like I, I was telling this to Dalton, and I told him I was like, "This is gonna sound like the most annoying, pretentious thing that I could say." And I was, I was like, "Bear with me." And I was like, "People listen to songs, and they know they like the songs." But they don't but they know, know why. why. Like the song. Yeah. And so I feel like it's like a little I can, extra level of. I can confirm that because uh, obviously you play guitar and keys. But even like a minute ago, you were in there playing on tracks with a drum, like on the kit. And oh. I, well, I mean, like I knew it wasn't Chris Wilson. In yeah. There, <laughs> but I was like, who's on the kit right now that is at least musically kind? <laughs> you know, keep up, keep up with it. I definitely the, cannot play drums. Yeah, but just you know, for the heck of it. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah I would. Yeah. Ne I would never do that. I would never just go sit down in there and start playing drums with people yeah. walking around the office. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, normally I wouldn't, but. Um, <laughs> but you're moving and don't care yeah, anymore. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not gonna have access to a drum. She's kit. gonna start singing too because she doesn't care <laughs> yeah, if anybody what? hates her. <laughs> That's what I like. This is 
gonna go over a lot of people's head and i'm sorry oh <laughs> but uh, songs that are in the key of e i'm just almost always guaranteed to like them and i know it as soon as i hear it if the song's in the key of e i have a playlist on spotify that is all songs in the key of e. that's like <laughs> me with ariana grande if she's singing it i know i'm <laughs> gonna, know like, gonna it. like it yeah okay, okay we have to go yeah, to the we next gotta move on. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I genuinely didn't know what you were doing. I thought you just. Rolling my, you I thought, thought I you were having an episode. An episode. <laughs> okay. People are gonna be like, "Oh my god, what it's, is it's that?" It's the end like, of the day, and she's she's rolling her R's. I don't know. I am learning Spanish, so. Oh yeah, I forgot Duolingo. Tell me something in Spanish. Um, me gusta galletas y la leche. You like milk. Mm-hmm. What kind of milk? Almond milk? Oat milk? <laughs> what was that? I like milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> okay, never mind. E. E is. <laughs> is that good? That made me laugh because I forgot. It doesn't matter. I thought you said oat milk. I thought you were saying oat milk. And I was like <laughs> trying to figure out what was happening. Anyway, recommend. Okay, I don't know oats in, in Spanish. They don't so. have oats in Spain. Um, uh, okay. Spain so. isn't the only place that speaks Spanish, but thank you. Anyway, I <laughs> in, cl- in case to you today. were. <laughs> Anyways, we recommend. We recommend. What are we recommending? Uh, oh, we decided already. I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. I'm re- I'm here to recommend for. This is a little bit to do on the heels of mine and Caitlin's uh, trip down to Austin. Okay. I am recommending that you enjoy at least a couple of times a year some live music mm-hmm. you know not uh, necessarily like a concert but no, maybe well i we i like to go to concerts yeah you, me too yeah you like to go to concerts um you actually you have a concert coming up right uh paramore yeah coming yeah up this yeah pretty soon so my favorite <laughs> <laughs> he's like rolling his eyes <laughs> my favorite <laughs> my favorite yeah, but I, I was telling caitlin like following this uh this trip one of the things that we love about Austin, we go there at least once a year. He's talking about the place, not himself. Yeah, no. well, that too. Uh, <laughs> but one of the things that we love about Austin, Texas, is that like there is always live music around. And I was telling her that it's not even because there's so much live music around. It's at restaurants. It's like literally in the streets. Like yeah. there's just bands around, you know. Because there's so much around, and it's all just kind of like free and around, like. It doesn't even have to be the best music. It's just kind of a vibe, and it's fun. Yeah. Like you can be, you can be out and like having coffee or or drinks or food or like whatever. And like just there are just bands playing, and it's just fun. It's what just is fun. what is the most genre of music that you've seen there? Yeah, um, because I feel like Austin is a melting pot of music. It really is. Because like Nashville, you're gonna go, you're, you're country. You're getting country. New Orleans is gonna be jazz. Yeah, right. Uh, Austin's kind of funky because it has a big blues background. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also obviously country there, um, but it's it's kind of it is kind of like a melting pot in that now you know you can go to one spot one night and there will be kind of like that that bluesier rock situation and then the next night it may be a like just 
crazy mariachi band, <laughs> you know, and like it's just kind of fun. So like, it, I guess I've noticed there that bands kind of have their own thing. Like it is okay to be very original there, and yeah. it's just like if and people somebody will find you that likes it. You know, there's what I definitely mean? a draw to live music. I mean, and there. It's really not, despite what people might think, it's really not that hard to find live music in, mm. in Jackson. Yeah, wait, so, like, I did not know, I guess I still don't know, where do you go for live music here? Um, well, I know that um, Burgers and Blues does some oh, really? live music here, um, here and there. And then the District, which is, like, really close to where I live. Right. Um, they, at certain times of the year, do, like, District Thursdays. They do stuff, like, out on the lawn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, sometimes they'll have, like, a full band. Sometimes they'll have, like, a singer-songwriter doing some covers. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, they do stuff over at Dueling Hall, I know. And then the end of all music... It's, oh, it's the um, record store down there, right? They have concerts almost every week on really? their like back. It's not really a patio, but it's they, like they've got some space back yeah, there. Yeah, they have some space back there and like a little stage, but and it's like they've had emo bands, they've had like alternative, they've had like a singer-songwriter. They they've had like so many different kinds that of was, people. That was that was definitely a thing that was much more like around whenever we lived in Memphis. Mm -hmm. Um and I, I maybe this is a recommend for myself. I need to start going out and about a little more in our area and trying to find it because I really do enjoy it, especially this time of year. Like if you if it's that perfect combo of like uh like good food and like outside and like somebody with a decent voice yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> when uh or sorry keep going no 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 i just like i i really it's something that lately i've realized i really love that yeah it's it's so much fun when i worked at um Ilupo coffee may she rest in peace rest in peace it was in cultivation food hall and every sunday at like it was like from one to three every sunday i always work sunday afternoons um because you were at church on sunday <laughs> right yeah um no because i was working for the morning oh okay um there's this man who would come in and play sax like the saxophone no tracks just like yeah. him and the saxophone we called him kenny g solo sax and i don't know what his actual name was and he would just play like the same little songs over and over you know again. what though <laughs> None I, of us wanted to work that Sunday shift. You know what, though? Like, good for him because my experience in cultivation, because I used to frequent the Alupo, is that <laughs> their playlist was 12 songs on a loop. Yeah. So if Kenny yes. G came in there while I was there, I would be pumped that I wasn't <laughs> listening to Ed Sheeran it again. Was, it depended on who the manager was. Oh, too. okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. If I, if I knew... If I heard the, I could hear the music, but when I walked in, I knew who the manager was. Whoa. So, what <laughs> in my mic? That's probably fair here too, though. Like, yeah. if I got to pick the playlist, you could probably, you could probably tell me what it was going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? They wouldn't know between me and you. <laughs> and that's actually pretty true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so go listen to live music, and hey, also if you know somewhere that like a band is coming locally, Ooh. let us know. Yeah. I would totally be down to go. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's like. I'm going to, that's my resolution in April. You should go to the Mississippi Symphony too. They do, they're, they do like themed stuff. Don and I go. Oh really? So they'll do like. I'll go after you move. How about okay. That? Okay. Yeah, cool. They'll do like, um, here's Harry Potter, oh the, the third one. And then they play the score to oh, the movie. I'd be down for that. Or like, 
here's a Star Wars one. We're going to play all this like Star Wars songs. That'll be fun. And then they do one in May at a park in like Flowood and they just play like pop songs with like they have like food trucks and popsicle stands and stuff. So I don't know if you count that as live music, but there's some more. You know what? We're going to eventize it. Whatever it is, we're going to go. We're supporting. We should do like local city recs like segment. That would be fun. Yeah, but then, okay. but People can submit them and then we go try them. businesses could sponsor us. Oh. Come at us. We'll take sponsors. (laughs) Especially if it involves free food. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) All right. We've we've been on here a while. You ready? All right. Ready for what? To leave. Oh, yeah. I thought you were like, we're about to say something in unison. (laughs)